Welcome to Rick Stockstill Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Be part of the show by emailing your questions to radio at GoBlueRaiders.com or tweeting us using the hashtag AskStock. Rick Stockstill Live is brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics, Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads, and Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Welcome in once again to Rick Stocks to Live tonight from the Emmett and Rose Kennan Hall of Fame building on the MTSU campus. And it is a special week. Uh, every time you have a home week, it is special, but it is homecoming for the Blue Raiders coming up this Saturday when they take on arch rival Western Kentucky. The kickoff is set for 4 o'clock at Floyd Stadium. And uh, we will be getting into uh, some of the activities that are going on this week, which obviously with uh, the way things are, things are just a, a wee bit different uh, this year than uh, in a normal year. But still, uh, the MTSU National Alumni Association uh, putting on several events for alums that we will uh, give you a little heads up on but coach glad to be with you on another tuesday yeah chip glad to be glad to be here and uh, excited about this week and the opportunity to play um you know western kentucky our rival so um looking forward to the prep the preparation uh that goes into this week our players and everything we've had a good day sunday and yet and today yesterday was their day off so um, excited about where we're at right now. We'll uh, spend a segment uh, talking about uh, the the UTSA game in, in just a bit, but right off the top, just kind of wanted to get your thoughts and some some words out to uh, a lot of folks who who had to jump in very quickly uh, last week to make that game come about because from the time you found out that it might even be a possibility was almost exactly one week to the hour of kickoff. And uh, and, it, and it came off seemingly without a hitch as far as the operational parts of things and, you know, moving 150 folks from here to there, hotels, meals, all that stuff. Yeah, you know, it, uh, we got a great staff. And, uh, you know, Coach Brock, Brent Brock, does a phenomenal job. And Miss Jan, Jan Worley, you know, those uh, two very selfless uh, people, uh, that work tirelessly, uh, endlessly. I mean, they, they just really they pour everything they have uh, into this program. And, uh, you know, they did a great job. And then, you know, everybody else that, you know, had a part in it uh, of getting ready to go out there, you know, just uh, it's kind of the, the way of 2020 right now is you've got to be flexible and, you know, not a whole lot that you can put in concrete, you know, or put in ink. You know, you got to be ready to erase and go ahead and do something different at a no, uh, at a moment's notice. But uh, Brent and Miss Jan did a did a great job of organizing that, and Eli Miller and Eric Bartlett they were involved uh, a lot in it also. So a lot of people deserve a lot of credit. With what you just mentioned there, that you have to be ready to pivot, have your head on a swivel all of that kind of thing. Does that change the way at all that you go about preparation? Do you focus more on yourself and less on opponents? Or, or, or do you pretty much, once you get into a game week, when you know things 
are going to happen that it's pretty much like normal. Yeah, you know, pretty much normal. There, you know, it's uh, you know you always you know focus a lot on yourself, trying to improve where you're weak uh, or your weaknesses are, or you're not playing very well. Uh, you try to improve in those, and at the same time, you've got a game plan and get ready for what your opponent. Uh, is going to give you and you know offensively defensively in the kicking game so you know finding out on normally you know like what's tomorrow Wednesday on Wednesday tomorrow night we'll start you know the GAs and everybody will start breaking down FIU and you know getting ready for that where you know we lost a couple days uh, with the San Antonio deal but that had nothing to do with the outcome of the game so uh, you know you just you know, when you find out something, when you find out you're playing or you're playing this this team that, you know, is full speed ahead and, you you know, you, you prepare like you normally do. Yep. The uh, San Antonio wins the game 37-35. And, again, we'll spend next segment breaking down uh, some specifics uh, on the ball game. But uh, did you go into it fairly healthy? And uh, how did you come out? No, you know, we're still, you know – I'm trying to think now. We played without our center again, you know, Jordan Palmer. Uh, you know, he hadn't played since the second play at Army. And then Jacarius Wyatt, a defensive lineman, didn't play. Um, and we had a couple other guys that played very limited uh, amount of snaps. Um, C.J. Wyndham was out. Jalen Lane, a receiver, was out. We had a couple backup offensive linemen that didn't make the trip, you know. So there's probably, you know, seven or eight guys, you know, that uh, didn't play or didn't make the trip. Uh, and then I think we came out of it pretty good. We're still, you know, a couple guys haven't been able to practice yet this week, uh, and we'll see how you know they progress tomorrow if they're going to be able to play or not. But uh, probably came out of it a little bit better than we did obviously than the army game and probably a little bit better than the troy game also yeah well you know in in these in these times one of the things we have to just kind of check in on and you can talk about whatever you can about it is how uh, as far as the covid around your team and all of that how are i mean it seems like you've had uh I'm not going to say luck because I don't think it's luck. I think it's effort that people and vigilance that people have put in uh, to to keep you uh, in the position that you've been so far. Yeah, you know, Chip, you're right. And our guys, uh, I give them credit. You know, I talk about it every day. I, I'm really about to almost to the point where you're tired of talking about it, but you got to continue to talk about it and and um, you know send that message to them daily and constantly. So. Uh, but our guys have done a good job, and uh, you know we we had a you know we, we've done a good job. We had a couple issues last week, uh, you know, from a contact tracing standpoint. But you know our our guys are doing a are, are doing a really nice job. Well, I mean, obviously one of the big stories today was what happened with the Tennessee Titans, and uh, that they had three players, five personnel, and uh, they had to shut down their facility today. And uh, know that. yeah, and that they are will they will be able to go back in on Saturday, uh, and still the game with Pittsburgh on Sunday has not been 
canceled to this point or moved yet to this point. They're talking about possibilities of playing on Monday or Tuesday, but uh, obviously they are, and also Minnesota had to shut down their facility again because of uh, contact tracing. Can, is there a way you can boil that down within, I don't know, a minute to tell people when, like if something happens and who, how do they go about that with players as far as looking at film and things like that is, is if, if there has been close contact or what are they telling you? You know, the, well, the NFL obviously is completely different than college football. And, uh, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're tested. They get the results, you know, so, you know, probably as soon as they take the test and just, you know, the, the, the procedures that they're doing and, you know, what they've got financially to, to protect and keep those guys safe. So I'm not sure, you know, what the NFL contact tracing, you know, rules are, uh, you know, and in college, it's just different. Each team is different. You know, it's, uh, you know, if you and I are roommates and, you know, I'm, I test positive, but you say you keep, you've had your mask on the whole time and we were never, within each other for 15 minutes or longer, then you do not have to contact – you're not quarantined. Oh, okay. See, that's good info right there. I had not heard that. And uh, But in <clears throat> this state, we are. You know, okay. So each state is different. They're each, each state is different. So, you know – So uh, even if I – like I roomed with Wayne Gross this weekend, or with Wes, rather, that even though if we had gone through that and, and – and had masks on or were at least six feet apart for other than just a 30-second passing or whatever, that we would still have to quarantine. Yes. Okay. But if you're in a different state, then they don't interpret it that way as long as you had wow. a mask on and all that. So each state is different, uh, you know, and how they're, you know, interpreting uh, contact tracing. Wow. And – like, for instance, if you had something that popped up in Texas over the weekend or when you've tested on Sunday, would that be under Texas rules or under Tennessee rules? Tennessee. Tennessee rules. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're going to follow, no matter what happens. Or where. Or where, you know, we're following Tennessee, you know, guidelines. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, so. And it's interesting when you have, you go from state to county to city to university, to conference, and plus, you know, the conference protocols in there, too. Yeah. So it is, uh, it is it, it's certainly something that you have to stay on top of as you maneuver your way through yeah, it. Yeah, it's, uh, like I said at the beginning, it's, you know, you've got to be flexible. You can't put anything in ink. It's got to be all in pencil and uh, be ready to change and adapt in a, in a minute's notice. All right. Well, appreciate that info, and we'll talk a little bit more about that as we continue on. But coming up next, we'll break down the uh, Middle Tennessee UTSA game as you listen to Rick Stockstall Live from Learfield IMG College. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
As an IT professional, you spend your days identifying opportunities and finding solutions to each day's challenges. Partnering with reliable service providers like RJ Young is important to ensuring your office is running efficiently. 25% of an IT manager's time is spent managing IT security solutions. See how RJ Young can help secure your printers, protect your data, and automate your processes, giving you more time to focus on what really matters. Visit rjyoung.com security to learn more. Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Roscoe Brown is proud to be a longtime supporter of MTSU Athletics and your locally owned HVAC and Plumbing Company. For 80 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. We provide 24-7 assistance by calling 1-888-MY-ROSCOE. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. Go Blue Raiders. Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back into Rick Stocks, the live tonight show brought to you in part by the Murfreesboro Post, Rutherford County's local newspaper. Subscriptions to the Post are just $20 a year. For 52 issues, visit online at MurfreesboroPost.com today. And Coach Stock is here, and uh, we, we talked a lot about the preparation and setup for the uh, UTSA game. Going into that game, uh, Coach Frank Harris, their quarterback and uh, and and their running back, uh, had had been back to back Conference USA Players of the Week. Uh, your expectations of what they were going to try to do to you offensively, and uh, and and what the reality turned out to be. Uh, really, what you know, what they started out, we thought they'd try to run the ball and you know, run the quarterback uh, on some predetermined runs and move the pocket with him, uh, you know, and that's, you know, what they tried to do. I thought our defense did a really nice job the whole game of stopping the run, limiting the run, uh, did a really nice job there. And then, you know, their quarterback got hurt and they brought in, uh, you know, their other guy who was, you know, a, a really good passer. And, uh, you know, so that when that happened, you know, their game plan changed a little bit you know he he wasn't 
the runner that you know the starter was. Uh, you know, they still tried to run the ball with their back, but we did a good job. But we just didn't defend the pass as well as we needed to. Yeah, Josh Adkins came in. Uh, Frank Harris was the starter. He uh, he rushed it uh, for about six or seven net yards. You guys did a good job keeping him corralled in. He had rushed for nearly 200 the week before. Frank uh, or Josh Adkins came in, who had 20 starts under his belt, uh, but had been. Uh, replaced in the number one spot by Harris, but Adkins ended up throwing for 233 yards and was basically one half plus a drive uh, prior prior to halftime. Did it change the way that you set up base defensively when they when that change happened at quarterback for them? Uh, you know, just a little bit. You know, we didn't play. Uh, we weren't going to play much two man. You know, when the start the 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 starter was in there. Uh, because we didn't want to get, you know, him, everybody run everybody off, and then he can, you know, run out of there uh, himself. So when he went out and the backup came in, we started playing a little bit more two-man coverage, uh, you know, because he was not a threat as a runner. So, uh, but we stayed, you know, still stayed, you know, predominantly in a four-man front. We got in three-man front there and some third and longer situations. But for the most part, you know, uh, your coverage has changed a little bit uh, when the with the quarter with the other quarterback coming in, but that was basically it. It was fourteen ten UTSA with about a minute to go in the half. They uh, they were able to get a twenty four yard field goal to make it seventeen ten at the half and came back with one right after the half that made it twenty to ten, and you and you fought that fight getting back in it, cut it to twenty three twenty. Uh, then they went up uh, after another field goal, uh, or middle went up 27-23. Uh, you had an extra point that was missed in there, and you ended up chasing that point the rest of the night. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, we bobbled the snap and, and um, you know, still got it down pretty pretty decent. Um, we just uh, we let too much penetration in between the guard tackle gap, and if we'd have been a little bit stronger there, you know, Cruz might have been able to make it, but, you know, uh, we just, you know, we didn't execute the snap. I mean, the the hold is a good snap. We just didn't execute that part of it. And, you know, it, every point is critical. And, uh, you know, that turned out to be, a, you know, it didn't decide the game, obviously. You, you know, one play is not going to decide the game, but, you know, uh, it did have a factor in it, you know, when you start having to – Go for two there last couple times, and really that 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 when that happened, that decision was then out of your hands. There was no decision to make at that point. No, to, I mean, to go for two on both of those last two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah you had to. Yep, and uh, defensively, you got uh, got a turnover early, uh, and and, uh, and and this team, uh, you know, they they came out played extremely hard on the on the defensive side, and 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 knew that it was going to be kind of last man standing the way that this thing developed. Yeah, Chip, we're playing hard. Yep. You know, our, our guys are giving great effort. They're competing. They're playing hard. We're just, you know, not making you know, the plays that we need to make, and we're doing some things that will get you beat. And, uh, you know, you, you look at it, you know, there you, you probably pick out five plays. You know, you you score a touchdown, and then it's called back because we had a holding penalty, and we ended up kicking a field goal on that drive. So there's four-point difference. You, the extra point deals, 
you know, five uh, five points. Uh, you know, we throw an interception that they run back to the 20 or so, and, you know, and now that's seven that we give up. And, you know, just little things like that where we've got to play, you know, play a lot smarter and, you know, throw the ball away and live for the next down. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, you start chasing points. Yeah. <clears throat> Final score was 37-35, and there were some uh, big highlights in the football game. We'll talk to Coach about those when we return here at the Hall of Fame building on the MTSU campus. It's Rick Stockstill live from Learfield IMG College. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. way you slice it your game day won't be complete without soft delicious bunny bread and bunny buns an official corporate partner of blue raider athletics whether you're tailgating with friends cheering in the stands or tuning in at home count on bunny to help tackle your hunger and give you energy so pick up bunny buns and bunny bread today it's sure to be a winner that's what i said MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Put Lee Company on your team and you'll always be ahead of the game with home maintenance, improvements, and repair. Sign up for a Lee Company home maintenance plan to have your heating and air conditioning system tuned up twice a year. In addition, you'll receive a comprehensive electrical and plumbing home inspection, plus member-only discounts and priority service, all for as low as $8.25 a month. For the very best electrical, heating, air conditioning, and plumbing services, call Lee Company at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town for your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs. 
Lee Company is the team to call, 615-867-1000 or LeeCompany.com. And, Coach, one of the things that was very obvious coming out of the game was a difference in running the football. You rushed for 191 yards after struggling with uh, a conventional running game in the first uh, two weeks uh, of the season. Kind of, you know, tell us what did you feed them that week or, uh, or what, what could you put your finger on how that worked out so well? Well, I think the big thing is, you know, Chiton had some really tough physical runs. He ran with, you know, with some passion. He ran with some energy, uh, you know, with that drive, not, no, you're not going to tackle me. And, uh, you know, so I was really proud of him. He had some really physical, hard-nosed, tough runs. And, uh you know, broke some tackles and did a really nice job. And then, you know, Asher, you know, he had his most productive day running the ball. Um, you know, so those two guys didn't. And, you know, Jay, you know, he had 70 yards, eight, 75 yards or so, but, you know, 65 of them came on one play there. So, uh, you know, we did run the ball better, and we've got to continue to do that. I still think it can be a lot more consistent uh, than what it was Saturday or Friday last Friday, but you know I, I think the you know it wasn't any one particular thing. Chip just you know started running better, and you know we threw the ball. You know we completed more passes. We were you know our tempo was a ton better than it's been in a long time, and uh, you know we got lined up fast and you know, and put some pressure on them that way. And I think that all that, you know, played a part, you know, in why we had some success running the ball. Yeah, I mean, you get lathered up quick and, in the, in, in, you know, you ran the ball downhill uh, with some aggression and aggressiveness. And that, that was, you know, 191 total yards, like you mentioned, 65 on one run. But still, that's still 120. 30 125 as a team and you'll that that's a good night uh, in, in this day and age of the way that college football is being played on the on in the passing game you mentioned completing more passes Asher O'Hara had the his biggest night 31 of 47 372 yards and a couple of guys jumped to the forefront from a receiving standpoint Yusuf Ali who had missed the first two games caught eight balls for 86 yards and a touchdown and Jaron Pierce has really solidified himself as someone that uh, the quarterbacks can have a lot of confidence in going to. Yeah, Jaron, I thought, uh, really played well. Um, you know, he went up there right before the half. And, you know, Asher threw it up there and double coverage. And, you know, Jaron went up made a really, really nice play. And it was a big play and, you know, got us down there. So Jaron's really, you know, had a really good year so far. Uh, we've only played three games, but he's had a, a really nice start to his season. Uh, he works really hard in practice. He's a competitive young man, and, uh, you know, he, he's only going to get better as this thing rolls. And then uh, Yusuf, you know, did a really nice job. He, you know, caught a couple bubble screens and, you know, broke some tackles and, and turned it into some bigger yardage plays. So, um you know, he, he did a nice job out there. Yeah, Yusuf is a guy who came on late in the season last year, had some really nice things happen. And when uh, C.J. 
could not go. He was able to step right in. You moved Jimmy Marshall over to the Z, and and uh, and, and things just kind of continued on with that without a beat right there. Yeah, you know, we had like I said early at the beginning. You know, CJ was out, Jalen Lane was out, so you know we had a couple receivers. We were down. And uh, so we had to move some people around. And um, I thought Jimmy did a really nice job, you know, made some nice catches. He blocked really well on the perimeter. You know, DJ uh, Chisholm made a, you know, big-time play on his touchdown and, you know, did a nice job coming back on a scramble deal and made a nice play. So, you know, like like I've been saying, you know, our receivers, I think, you know, are are better than we've had here in the last couple years. And, uh you know, they've got to continue to do that because they're good players and they can make plays for us. One guy in particular wanted to uh, talk about on the defensive side, Greg Great had an interception early in the football game and came this close to having a couple of more. But uh, he, he has really played like the older player that he is. Yeah, you know, he's kind of been a, a corner nickel guy, you know, the first two years. And, you know, we've, he's played safety this year. And I think, you know, he's found a home. And, um uh, you know, he's a smart player. He's instinctive. It's good to have Reed back there with him. You know, Reed can help him. Um, you know, so but but Greg has played really well so far. He's He's been a physical tackler, um, you know, and he, he's got good ball skills. He catches the ball, and he's made some nice plays on the back end. Well, the uh, UTSA gets the win, 37-35, and it uh, – UTSA is now 3-0. and They were the first team in college football to go 3-0 and this year, and uh, they are uh, back at it this week. Middle Tennessee, of course, at home, and it is homecoming week. Middle Tennessee will take on Western Kentucky. And Randy Lee, the voice of the Hilltoppers, will join us as we go to the back half of the show coming up right after this. You're listening to Rick Stocks to Live on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. It's red. With heated seats. Serious air conditioning. And that uh, little compartment thingy, you know, where you put your sunglasses. You found the perfect car. Now get the perfect loan with Ascend. We've got low rates, flexible terms, and you can apply online at Ascend.org or at any of our branch locations. I'm going to name her Betty. Auto loans from Ascend Federal Credit Union. Banking without the bank. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. All loans are subject to credit approval. Love getting prices that are lower than low on backyard favorites like grill-ready hamburgers and fresh-picked strawberries? Then shop at Kroger. We give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the Kroger app, where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales, plus rewards like fuel points, giving you prices that are lower than the everyday low. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. 
Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back into Rick Stocks, the live power by Middle Tennessee Electric. And time to head up the road to Bowling Green, Kentucky, and another old friend, Randy Lee, who is the voice of the Hilltoppers. And Randy, how many years for you uh, on the Hill? Really not that many compared to you. You call me old, I am old, but I had a few other stops along the way um, since 2007. 2007. Okay, I got you. You are. Uh, I will say that uh, in Conference USA, you're the biggest Baltimore Orioles fan of anyone I know. Would that be correct? Uh, no doubt about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now the the toppers come in zero and two, and in in kind of the old Jerry Clower line, you know, shoot up in here amongst us. Somebody needs some relief this weekend, as uh, somebody's going to come out with a victory. W- what has been uh, the tale of the tape so far for Western? Uh, they've had some defensive problems, which you know I think everyone's surprised about, considering they, statistically speaking, ended up last year uh, overall, you know, the best defense in the conference. Uh, I think they led more statistics than UAB did at the end of the season. They have a seven or eight starters back, depending upon how they'll uh, line up against MTSU. So uh, that that's been the surprise, Chip. The first game, um, you know, they they were in position to make plays in the secondary. But uh, Louisville speed just burned them. They had a couple of looks like they, they had a couple of interceptions they were going to you know, grab, and uh, instead of being interceptions, one turned into a seventy-yard touchdown pass, and another turned into about a thirty-five or forty-yard game. Uh, the, the surprising thing for me uh, was the Liberty game. Uh, now Liberty certainly was better than I thought they were going to be. I, I, they were good last year, but they lost a ton of players. They, they they have really reloaded. Uh, what they were able to do was just run it right down WKU's throat. And you know, I tried to think back the last time someone was able to do that, like Liberty did. And, you know, I, can't, I don't remember since, you know, the tops broke maybe their 26-game losing streak when they made that jump up to FBS football where anyone, even when they played Alabama and LSU, I mean, they weren't even able – to run it like that. So they had 354 yards rushing average, six and a half yards a carry. 
Uh, that's what shocked me. They just overpowered WKU. Now, you've got a new quarterback, Terrell Pigram. Uh, make sure I get that pronounced correctly. And he is uh, he can really run the football. Yeah, Pigram is a, certainly a good runner, and you know, like O'Hara and some other you know guys you've had in the past. Uh, um, you know, go back to Dwight Dasher. You know that that kind of quarterback. You know, um, fans always blame the quarterback uh, when teams lose. Uh, he hasn't been the reason the team has lost either game. Now he hasn't you know won any of the games, but he certainly hasn't lost any. He has not committed a single turnover. He's not thrown a pick. Has not fumbled the ball. Um, he, you know, he's been good, uh, not outstanding, but good. Now, you know, uh, in what looked like was going to be a, a terrifically deep receiver core has not turned into that. Uh, you know, Jacques Sloan, who was probably the second best returning receiver from a year ago, he decided he was going to transfer in August when they came in and recruited some players who sort of moved above him on the depth chart. And then Jacques Pearson, who had 75 catches a year ago, uh, got mad after the Liberty game because he didn't get the ball thrown at him enough. And uh, depending on who you talk to, he either quit or his mutually decision, the, the mutual decision was made that maybe he needed to transfer too. So those are two of the top three returning receivers, and uh, they're not here now. And, you know, Pigram um, doesn't have the receiving core that everyone had expected he would have. Now they've recruited a couple of junior college players who are good. Uh, Burt made a great catch in the end zone last week, and Tensley appears to be you know, extremely good. But they're losing Sloan and Pearson. They were seniors, and they each were you know, playing their fourth year in the program. Yeah, and, uh, and, and th- th- those are obviously big shoes to fill. Uh, running the football, besides Pigram, you've got Gage Walker, who has, who's been around the block a time or two. Yeah, Chip Gage, uh, it was his first year as a running back last season. They moved him over from the secondary, and all he did was rush for 1,200 yards, and he was number two in the conference in rushing. They've also moved over another defensive player to running back this year, Malik Staples, a Louisville transfer. He played linebacker last year. He's now in there as a short yardage back and a goal line back. So those are the, the two you'll mostly see. Jakari Moses is coming back from an injury. He started two years ago. So they do have some depth there, but they really haven't had a lot to work with in regards to run blocking. I, I you know, I think uh, that now Liberty and Louisville are both good. I mean, Liberty people think of Liberty and don't think of football. I'm telling you, they have a good program. Uh, but you know, th- this line of, you know, they have three seniors in Witt, Jost, and Meredith. They're starting together for the third consecutive year, and they have a couple of younger tackles. Uh, but you know, up the middle, Witt. Meredith and Joe's, I think they felt like they probably were as good as anyone in the in the conference in those three positions, collectively speaking. And uh, I, I don't know that they've really been able to uh, you know get a good push either. Well, with Western having two games in the books, middle will be the third. Uh, like everybody, uh, they have had uh, schedule changes. You guys, I see, are going to go uh, going to go to BYU. You've got a home game with Chattanooga. Uh, how, how do you think Tyson and his staff have have handled? The, uh, the rough waters that everybody's had to face since, what, mid-March. Yeah, no, I think they're fine. Tyson's about as laid back as any coach I've ever been around, so I think he has a really good demeanor for this. And uh, It's a veteran football team, so you know, I, was, I was under the assumption that changes like this and adjustments may not affect this team as much as maybe some of the other teams around the conference you know, who aren't as veteran-laden. This is a team that 
best 26 seniors. A lot of the seniors play, and uh, so I, I don't. I'm not blaming uh, the two losses in any way, shape, or form on any of the adjustments they've had to make. I don't think it really had anything to do with it. But uh, you know, they, they've got to get back to playing the football that you know they played last year, defensively speaking. Uh, and that stopped the run. Uh, they're allowing 249 yards a game rushing right now. And uh, that is just something that uh, no one would have anticipated. Now they're, they're down they're their best uh, you know, inside linebacker from a year ago in the run game. He uh, tore a knee in the spring, so you know, he, he's out for the year. So they're, they're missing Clay Davis. But uh, even without Clay in the middle, uh, I think probably uh, you know, they're a little frustrated. Uh, with the way they've been playing defense, especially in, in the last game against Liberty, when Liberty pretty well just said, "This is what we're going to do," and they did it, and and they just ran it right down their throats. Yeah, I understand absolutely understand. Seventieth meeting between Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky coming up on Saturday, and as always, look forward to seeing uh, you and Leo uh, when uh, you make your appearance here at the stadium Saturday Saturday afternoon. Well, we're looking forward to it, and I'm only wondering if it's going to be a double or triple overtime game well you know that's that's the way that's what the history is for sure but look forward to seeing you on saturday thanks chip all right randy lee the voice of the uh, hilltoppers will take a timeout have more with coach rick stockstill right after this on the blue raider network from learfield img college you gonna eat the other half of that sandwich it's all yours nice chips too sure cool what's up with that powerball ticket i didn't win Can I have it? Why? To enter the Powerball First Millionaire of the Year drawing. I could win a free trip to New York City or New Year's Eve hometown party package. Then no, you can't have it. Fine. Well, I'm keeping the sandwich. Visit TNVIPRewards.com to enter the Powerball First Millionaire of the Year drawing from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Murfreesboro, you can count on an award-winning service team for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Lee Company, A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, recognized by Angie's List as a super service provider since 2008, is ready to assist with all your home maintenance needs. Heating and air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, home improvement, and more. Experience the convenience of calling one phone number for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Call Lee Company today at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? This is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle. Need some cash? Use this card fee-free at Ascend's two on-campus ATMs and at thousands of ATMs worldwide. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. 
Ascend Federal Credit Union, exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us at ascend.org. As an IT professional, you spend your days identifying opportunities and finding solutions to each day's challenges. Partnering with reliable service providers like RJ Young is important to ensuring your office is running efficiently. 25% of an IT manager's time is spent managing IT security solutions. See how RJ Young can help secure your printers, protect your data, and automate your processes, giving you more time to focus on what really matters. Visit rjyoung.com security to learn more. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back into Rick Stocks to Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. Glad to have you with us here tonight from the Kennan Hall of Fame. If you want to get in a quick question, you can do so at radio at goblueraiders.com. This will be our question segment. I want to quickly run through uh, scores from uh, last week. And uh, they look like this around the league. UTEP was a winner over Louisiana Monroe, 31 to six. Louisiana Tech, 66. Houston Baptist, 38. Uh, Liberty, uh, winner over FIU, 36-34. Tulane over Southern Miss, 66-24. You had Georgia State at Charlotte postponed. South Florida at Florida Atlantic postponed. And North Texas at Houston was outright canceled. And that Georgia State at Charlotte game, uh, there will probably be some interesting uh, things come out of that. Uh of course, the Blue Raiders played at UTSA, 37-35 Roadrunners, and UAB beat South Alabama 42-10. Coming up this week on Friday night, Louisiana Tech will be at BYU. Uh, Troy was out there last weekend. Then on Saturday, UTSA will be at UAB, Charlotte at Florida Atlantic, Western Kentucky, of course, here at Middle Tennessee at 4 o'clock, Southern Miss at North Texas. Uh, Rice will play, and Rice and Marshall has been postponed. And, uh, and, and Coach, what uh, – what, what is the word out of Rice at this point? Uh, what have you been hearing? Because they have not played a game yet. Looks like uh, we'll be their first game. Really? And uh, everything's on schedule for that. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, so that's, I think they're all, they're, they're in good shape right now. So it's been interesting to see as the Big Ten made their move, Pac-12 has made their move, the MAC has now made their move. Uh, they're going to come back and play, which really will leave – what basically Old Dominion, uh, UMass, and UConn, uh, which obviously the UConn and 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 Old Dominion, you know, ironically, two of the three that aren't playing any games this year, ended up uh, making your schedule move around a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, and again, I just I think people, you know, you know, jumped to way too soon in making the decisions to cancel, you know, when they did back in July and. Uh, you know, I'm just glad that Conference USA and the SEC and the ACC and, you know, uh, the Sun Belt, you know, they did a little bit more research maybe and figured out a safe way to play. And uh, would stay patient. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, to me it was no need to make that decision at that time. And uh, But, you know, they did. I'm not, I'm not in, involved in those conversations, but uh, I'm just glad that, you know, glad everybody's being able to, to play. I wish Old Dominion, I wish UMass, and I wish UConn, you know, all the teams that aren't playing, I wish there was a way that they could play. It will be interesting to see how the 1AA's 
are are going to be scheduling in the spring uh, because you look at there's a few of them like Eastern Kentucky playing a lot of games this fall. Will that nix out any conference games for them in the spring, or is it? Uh, too early to to tell. I mean, that, we're in uncharted water, obviously. Yeah, yeah Tim. I, I I don't know. I just. I mean, it's that whole spring thing. Even when we were ta- Division One was talking about it, uh, you know, it's just a, such a hard dynamic to see how that was going to even happen. Just you know, with you know, guys deciding not to play, they're going to go pursue the NFL, or how soon are you going to start the twenty 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 one season? You know, all there was so many different dynamics in that you know whole whole situation that you know would have been interesting to see how they're going to do it. So I I don't have a clue what the how the one double A's are going to do it. You know, there's been talk for a long time, and that's all it has been would be it was just talk of the uh, the thought of Division ones playing instead of a spring game playing a a a, a scrimmage against another another team uh and again this year is an anomaly uh under normal circumstances normal times is that something you would like to see or be in favor of i would not just because you know i think it's you know it's such a late deal you know and you don't know you hate to get somebody hurt playing in a game that's basically meaningless and uh you know now, and, there, and there's no set dates for spring practice anyway. Right, everybody's different based around their spring breaks and when they get out of school for the summer and all that. So, you know, I, I, w- I wouldn't have been in favor of it just because I'd hate to see somebody get hurt. Uh, the big schools talk about it obviously because uh, they can get a hundred thousand people there and they can make another couple million dollars, you know, off parking and concessions and tickets and all that. So. Uh, I, I would not be in favor of just because from an injury standpoint. Yeah. Uh, as we move and turn our attention toward Western Kentucky, uh, and Randy Lee was on there with us, and, and he mentioned that uh, Jacour Pearson, uh, who, who is, was probably their best returning receiver from a year ago, uh, what does his absence leave them uh, as far as depth in, in their receiving core? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm sure they're, you know, I, I don't know why he left, you know, so, uh, you know, I, I don't want to speak on that, but he was a good player. And, uh, you know, anytime you lose a player because he quits or he's injured, you know, it hurts your depth a little bit. But, you know, I don't know how much they, they may love all the – you know, the junior college guys and everybody that they've got right now behind him, and it's no big deal to them. So, But he was a good player. Terrell Pigram, their their quarterback, as we mentioned, he has uh, has ran it pretty well. He has not thrown an interception this year. He is a, a grad transfer from Maryland. So give us the scouting report on him. Yeah, Piggy, he's a, he's a good player. And, uh, you know, he's done a great job, like you said, Chip, of protecting the ball, not putting it in harm's way. And, you know, that's an area where we've got to improve. You know, we're, you know, minus six in the turnover margin right now. We've got nine turnovers, and, and we've got to do a better job of that. It's it's hurting us right now. So that's an area we've got to, we've got to value the ball more and live for the next down. Uh, but he's a good player. Uh, you know, Coach Schaefer was at, at Maryland, you know, for that brief period of time. And, you know, he was there when they were recruiting him. So uh, he's – 
you know, Coach Schaefer says he's a great character guy. You know, he's a you know a stand-up guy, and you know he's a good player for him. He's uh, different from the quarterbacks that they've had here in the last several years, where you know he can you know beat you with his feet, and uh, you know he's done a nice job throwing the ball as well. And uh, Mitchell Tinsley uh, is now their leading receiver. Uh, he and Pearson both came in with with nine catches after two games, and. You and I both can remember the Brandon Dowdy days. Somebody might have nine by halftime. Yeah, it's a different different world in the in the way that they're playing right now. Yeah, you know it's uh, you know Brandon was a NFL quarterback and uh, you know had a great career and uh, you know they had a bunch of good receivers mm-hmm. you know during that time and uh, but no it's uh, you know their offense is a little different from years past but you know it's still you know, we got to be able to. We got to be ready for the trick plays. They got us on two last year, uh, on a fake bubble for a touchdown, and then a a double pass uh, or a flea flicker. Uh, you know, where they snuck a a tight end or running back down the sideline for about a 50 yard gain. So, we got to do a good job defending the tricks and uh, keeping the ball in front of us. They've given up some yards on the run, but they do have a bell cow player on the defensive side, D'Angelo Malone. The senior from Atlanta has been good for a long time there in Bowling Green. Yeah, you know, he's a player of the year, defensive player of the year last year, and preseason defensive player of the year this year. So he's he's really good. He's going to put a lot of pressure on you in the, in the passing game, so we've got to do a great job of uh, of being cognizant of where he is and, and trying to help our tackles with him as much as we can. But he's a really good player. Yeah. Rick Stocks to Live tonight, presented by Middle Tennessee Electric. We'll take a timeout, give you some updates on homecoming activities and some final thoughts from the coach after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! Put Lee Company on your team and you'll always be ahead of the game with home maintenance, improvements, and repair. Sign up for a Lee Company home maintenance plan to have your heating and air conditioning system tuned up twice a year. In addition, you'll receive a comprehensive electrical and plumbing home inspection, plus member-only discounts and priority service, all for as low as $8.25 a month. For the very best electrical, heating, air conditioning, and plumbing services, call Lee Company at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. Take a time out with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Perfect for tailgating or enjoying with your home team, Bunny gives you the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So score big with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. City, Tennessee, frowns ruled the streets, and boredom could be found everywhere until the hit games rolled into town. Now a whole lot of fun is about to hit from the producers of Once Upon an Instant Game, the good, the fun, and the winner, and the Tennessee Lottery comes, the hit games gang rides again. 
fun is coming to your city. Hit instant games only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back into Rick Stocks Alive, presented by Middle Tennessee Electric for the final time tonight. It is homecoming week. Tomorrow will be the final day of the blood drive at uh, North Boulevard Church of Christ Gymnasium. It's an annual event this year. Uh, changed, obviously, just a little bit, but there's still some appointments available after 1 p.m. To- afternoon tomorrow. Then on Thursday, the moving happy hour will be in the Greenland Drive parking lot. Uh, MTSU milk from the creamery will be available, and also the annual uh, the photo booth that everybody enjoys uh, with the uh, parade normally will be uh, on Thursday. You can get your photos, your homecoming photos made, then We'll have the uh, the homecoming parade, which will be virtual online uh, and on True Blue TV on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Homecoming final thoughts, uh, Coach. Back back at home, and uh, I guess everything pretty much same protocol as the Troy game as far as attendees and very down to very few, if any, single game tickets left for this one. Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything that they're doing different. You know, uh, you know from from that Troy game so but no we're excited Chip we need to we need to play well we need to get after we know the importance of this game uh the history of this game the rivalry of this game and you know it's a, this is an important game you know we're down one in the conference uh that was a western conference game but you know now you're playing an eastern team so this is a this is an important game and we need to go out and play well and and I and I truly truly believe we will yeah right back in your division there was so much improvement from the Troy game to the UTSA game that was very palpable watching this team play. Where are the next areas that you want to see it continue to get better? We, we just got to be more consistent in everything we're doing. You know, we're, you know, we're playing a guy at center that's never been a center before because we, you know, we lost our other two guys to injuries and, you know, San Antonio was only his second game ever being there. And, you know, now he's played and hopefully we'll, you know, play better you know at every position and we just got to be more consistent and uh you know stop doing we got to protect the ball you know to me that's a big thing you have you know when you're minus six you know it's hard to win games and uh we've got to do a better job like i said earlier protecting the football and and valuing it more and you know live for the next down all right let's go get them i will we will yep all right coach rick stocks till today and be sure to join us our pregame show begins at 2 30 with dick palmer dwayne hickey west council join me at 3 30 for our countdown to kickoff and then the kickoff will between middle and western just after 4 p.m for our crew here on site at the hall of fame building chip walters for the head coach saying thanks for being with us good night for the blue raider network in learfield img college Thanks for listening to Rick Stockstill Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Tonight's show was also brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics, Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads, and Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Blue Raider Network.